Hi, I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each episode, we discuss an installment of the Fox animated series, Bob's Burgers, and we create a themed burger based on the episode. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 19, Family Fracas. It was written by Holly Schlesinger, directed by Don McKinnon, and it aired April 14th, 2013. Oh, 2013. The year where not all of us were stuck in our house. (laughs) (laughs) The store next door this week is the Misogynist Massages for Men. I like that one. That's funny. That's like quite clever, actually. The exterminator van is working for the squeak end pest control. Working for the squeak end. Also very cute. I like it. And there was no burger of the day. None at all. We didn't really spend any time in the restaurant. Yeah, we spent no time in the restaurant, I don't think. So... Yeah, the episode starts off in the car. Yeah. It's an abnormal episode of Bob's Burgers. (laughs) That's not true. Because Bob sees... He's waiting for Jimmy Pesto in the restaurant, isn't he? Waiting for him to come outside so he can make fun of him. Hey, Jimmy, did you happen to catch Family Fracas last night? Oh, yeah, but I don't think we see a burger. No. No. We had a couple of guest actors this week. We had Thomas Lennon as Chuck. Uh, He's known for Reno 911, 17 again, I love you, man. And Samantha B as Pam. She's mostly known for Full Frontal with Samantha B. She was one of the, like, People on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. I guess she got pretty famous on that. Uh, and we had Rob Hubel as Harry, the station manager. He I, honestly... pronu- I believe it's pronounced <laughs> Hoebel. <laughs> he, he honestly does a lot of voices on this show. And it's honestly, it's a pleasure to hear him every time. I like it. He always does the exact same voice, so I know it's him, (laughs) but it's fun. The station manager is such a bizarre, like, he has such a weird way of talking, his tone and his cadence and the way he structures his sentences. Yep. It's just really funny. (laughs) He's great. So a little bit of trivia for this episode. This is the only time we see Jimmy Pesto's living room and Zeke's living room. And I think that the style, the decor, the essence... Of these rooms really reflect the people that they're housing, I guess. Uh, Zeke has like these wood panel walls and he's got this poster of this wolf howling at the moon. Because doesn't Zeke <laughs> live with his grandmother? Um, I don't know. He's talked about his mom having him on prom night before. I don't know if he's talked about his dad. His grandmother's in an old folk home though. So oh, I right, think he probably they... lives with mom. Okay. Right, because yeah. the episode... and like stepdad or something, maybe? The episode with the mascot? Is that where he... Yeah. Okay, that's where we find out. Goes to see his grandma. Right. Uh, yeah, then there's some like video game consoles and like really worn down kind of furniture. And then Jimmy's space is like... It's almost as though it's a staged home. Like mm. it doesn't really look like anyone lives there exactly. Right, yes. It's just too neat and not at all homey. Like it has the complete opposite feel of Bob's place, which I think is really great because, like, you get that kind of, you know, Jimmy Pesto's is like Eastside Mario's, right? It's like a stock, (laughs) like, Italian-flavored place, right? Right. And so it's perfect that his living room just has no personality as well. All right, Papa Jay, tell us what happens in this episode. On the way to the movies, the Belcher's car breaks down. 
On their way back home, they're given a flyer inviting them to a live taping of Family Fracas, a game show where two families compete against each other. One of the families drops out and the Belchers offers to take their place. The Belchers compete and win. Unfortunately, when they spin the prize wheel, they narrowly miss the desired new minivan and land instead on a bucket of fracas foam. Fortunately, as the winners, they are invited back to the show and they have another chance at the minivan. They return five more times, winning another bucket of foam each time. For their last game, they play against the Pesto family and lose under suspicious circumstances. Bob believes Jimmy cheated and tells the station manager. The station manager arranges for Bob to face Chuck on Pam's court. They discover Chuck was filmed helping Jimmy Pesto win, but the station manager burns the tape before it can be entered as evidence. The Belchers lose the case. As they walk home, they spot Jimmy Pesto struggling to fix a flat tire on his new minivan, and Bob helps him. So, overall, Jason, what do you think of this episode? I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah? Uh, I love seeing the family all together doing their thing, (laughs) and it's got some great insults (laughs) from Tina and from Pam. Yeah, your ass is grass and I'm going to mow it. Yep. And Pam saying, I sentenced you to kiss my ass. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Bob hurling insults at Jimmy Pesto across the street is always a good time. Yeah, great. Good stuff. (laughs) If not entirely cringeworthy and terrible insults. They're always bad. They're always so bad. And Bob's not the best at being mean. No, and then when he is at the end, he gets crapped all over. Yeah. So uh, I I really like the episode. It's a lot of fun. And it reminds me a lot of when I was younger watching TV. Okay. Did you ever watch 90s game shows? Um... I think I watched some game shows on like YTV back in the day. Yeah, YTV yeah. had some great um, ones. And I'm pretty sure there were some that were like really weird, just like this one, where they had to, like on this particular show, Family Fracas, they have to like brush the teeth and like get flies out of this giant <laughs> soup. And right. I remember like giant versions of things and you had to like pick them out with your like mouth or something. I remember weirdness. I don't remember anything specific, but Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it was during the 90s and it was on Canadian television somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, there was uh, there were a lot of them. It was a huge thing in the early 90s and the early 2000s, like really early 2000s. Yeah. Um, The butt end of the 90s. (laughs) Uh, YTV. For you American listeners, uh, YTV was a, a Canadian television network. What was it like? Youth TV? What was? Yeah, that? I think okay. I think that was it. And it was filmed in like a lot of their shows, their live shows were filmed in Toronto on Global, uh, their soundstage. And YTV had a lot of fun, uh, fun shows like Reboot. Yeah, um, great computer animated Canadian television. That was actually the theme of my Frosh team reboot. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, such a weird show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Gigabyte, Enzo. Oh, it's just great characters. Uh, Anyway, uh, YTV kind of piggybacked on the success of Nickelodeon's game shows. Right, yeah. Because Nickelodeon had all sorts of bizarre shows like uh, Slime Time and Double Dare. (laughs) And I think Double Dare uh, and Family Double Dare was very much an influence for family fracas right yeah it had competing families and they had to do these weird stunts one of them was shooting plungers with a bow and arrow (laughs) at a target in order to dunk foam on dad who's sitting on a toilet perfect but yeah ytv's had uh uh-oh right Uh uh-oh 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's bringing back. Oh, <laughs> just blast from the past, yeah. right? Um, okay. Late nineties, and it was a bunch of kids. They were competing, and one of the team members would be asked trivia questions, and another team member or somebody from the same team would be in this tube, and this guy named um, the Punisher. <laughs> he would. I feel like that's trademarked. <laughs> He would sit above the tube with like this big bucket of slime. And if the person asking, getting asked the questions got the question wrong, then he got slimed by the Punisher. Why and is he there would... always slime or foam or goo? It was or... a huge thing in the Why 90s. Why is it always so messy? There's something about foam and slime and goop and getting dirty and Ugh. gross. And Ugh. oh yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> Because kids love that stuff, right? Yeah, so true. Slime's a thing now. People are making their own slime, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but we loved it. Like, kids just love this stuff. and I hate the fracas foam. I absolutely hate it. I think it's disgusting, and it looks like spray cheese. And it the really fact does. that Gene eats it and then says that he has frothy diarrhea, it's like, just talking about it right now makes me kind of nauseous. It's real gross. Well, you real remember gross. that song, right? If you're sliding into home and you're feeling something foam, diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> I, did not, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. It's all part of the song. If you're fly, <laughs> sliding in at first and you're feeling something burst. Oh, yeah. It's all <laughs> oh sorts God. of fun rhymes you learn when you're kids that stick with you. Uh. Um, anyway, my friends used to watch Uh-Oh, because it was on after school. Mm-hmm. And they would watch it together. Oh, of course, you'd either call your friend, you'd talk on the phone while you're watching it, or right. you'd no go over... next Netflix play at the time. No, exactly. No. Um, and they would watch it all together and make bets on the team who would win. Like, oh, I got blue team, or I got red team, and then they'd bet like <laughs> stupid things like a dollar or a piece of candy or dessert for next day at school or something silly. But right. I remember coming into school and hearing all these stories of like, oh, you should have seen Red Team and blah, blah, blah. I was never a part of this because I never had cable, so I could never watch it. But it was still entertaining (laughs) to hear the stories. (laughs) I do remember. uh, Oh, yes. That's definitely what what I'm remembering right now. And it had like a little slimy looking logo, you know, Mm -hmm. with like splatters and it was like neon, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Does watching this episode spike your anxiety? Because I know whenever we watch something where people make a giant mess, you just hate it because you're thinking so hard about like, oh. The cleanup. The cleanup. Like if you ever see like a messy kitchen somewhere or someone spilling something huge. See, this one actually is fine. This is completely fine because nothing about it is messy except for the people. Like they're getting messy that sucks. But the floor is getting but, messy underneath them. Meh, you can just wipe it off. You can just mop it off. But if I'm watching something like Nailed It, right? their kitchen is just a disaster. <laughs> there's stuff everywhere. There's flour, there's eggs, there's bits of fondant, there's like weird <laughs> things that I don't even know how they got them there or where. Like, oh, it's no, that's just completely different. For fracas okay. foam, you can just literally take a mop and just mop it off and you're good to go. You dump, jump in the shower, you're fine. Ugh. Everywhere. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. I actually got a little, like, spark of nostalgia at the beginning of the episode when the Belchers are in their car and it stalls out at the light. Because when I was growing up, my dad had this, like, big boat car. Like, it, it was just a giant... 
It wasn't like a Lincoln town car, but it was like pretty close to that. And it was pale yellow and it used to stall out every time we would turn the, try to turn this one corner near my brother's karate lessons. I just, <laughs> it, it like brings back That's memories. weird how you remember of, those specifics. Yeah, like just my dad being like, oh, again, and being so frustrated. Maybe not, don't take that route every time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a main road, so... Yeah, it wasn't great, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, we had a vehicle that that had stalling problems. Like if we were stopping at a light uphill or something, we knew we were screwed. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, uh-oh, this is going to be a, a red light. Well, let's, let's pull a U-turn and just go back down the hill yeah. and we'll find another way. But I appreciate, like, the belters don't panic. It's not like a, oh, no, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. It's because they're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminded me of getting used to the car stalling yeah. out because it happened all the time. And yeah. it was like, oh, the car did it again. All right, let's wait for someone to like boost us or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's another episode of the Belchers being down and out, kind of down on their luck. They've got a crappy vehicle. They're having yeah. a hard, they're struggling because they don't make a lot of money. And yeah. they find that they're good at something. Their I family know. is good I at this game. At that. Like that was so nice because... Finally, the Belchers are really good at something. Like As a kept, team. Yeah, they kept winning. They worked together really well. And th- that kind of frustrated me, though, because it was like they're so good at it. And yet they can't win anything but foam. There were other things on that prize wheel. There was an aquarium tank. There was patio furniture. There were beanbag chairs. Like, Louise would have loved that. Mm-hmm. A DVD player. Okay, fine. They don't get the minivan, but really five buckets of fracas foam. I'm a little suspicious. I feel like it was rigged. I feel like it was too. Chuck really hates them. Yep. He probably had a button or something by his foot that he could press to slow down the wheel or stop the wheel. Shenanigans. Yeah. I'm calling shenanigans. Or do you think Louise is just really bad at spinning the wheel? She's so determined. (laughs) Let me at that wheel again. (laughs) I, I just felt so bad for them. I was like, great, you're good at this, but you win nothing and then you get beat and not only do you get beat but you get beat by your arch nemesis or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they win the thing that you wanted to win and then it finds out you find out that they cheated and then you lose in court because the station manager burns the tape (sighs) i was like really we are just it's like you're getting crapped on like no good three times in a row it's tough (laughs) yeah so on the note of the station manager He mentions Richard Dawson kissing women on Family Feud. And I'm not old enough to have watched Family Feud when Richard Dawson was on it. So I looked it up and yeah, full on lips on every woman. It was so weird. He would just go up and like get a basically a little good night peck from these people. Gross. No thanks. But the station manager doing the double Dawson and practicing, I'm Dawson, now you're Dawson, with Chuck. (laughs) Like, one of the highlights of this episode. It's so weird. So weird. So bizarre. Totally inappropriate, but comes out of, like, nowhere. (laughs) And it just surprises me every time. Are we done yet? Double Dawson, double (laughs) Dawson. (laughs) Are we done yet? One more. Just one more. Oh, okay. (laughs) So there was also... A Canadian game show host. 
in the I want to say 60s 70s I don't remember who it was I didn't really want to look it up because I'd seen it before and it was just uncomfortable to watch where he would kiss the kids Ooh, on the mouth yeah ah! yeah it was a little weird no Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah was that a thing you ever did as a kid kiss your mom on the lips I don't think so okay not that I remember I used to kiss my parents on the lips, but I stopped doing that after a while when it became kind of weird, I guess. Yeah, that was like last week. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm physically distancing myself from everyone that is not you or Emmy. So, yes. <laughs> Emmy is our cat, by the way. Yes. So, one of Tina's great trash talking moments, I, th- I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was really great, where she says, I can't be sweet on you before I beat on you. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her sass is quite excellent this episode. She really knows how to put the game face on. Mm-hmm. When it yeah. comes down to it, she seems super competitive. Yeah, which is interesting. We mm-hmm. don't really see a lot of that. But maybe it's because they're excelling. She knows that she's good enough, so she can right. keep, keep it up. You know, like she yes. can deliver on the promise of mowing your ass grass your grassy ass (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh and of course jimmy jr does that stupid thing where tina says you and i have been friends on more than a couple occasions and he's like if you say so uh squeeze me sir you have voluntarily smooched her face more than a couple times don't act all, no, if you say so. Jimmy Jr. being the worst again. Yeah, sh- Jimmy Jr. is like Cordelia in early seasons of Buffy. Oh. With Xander, she's like, you know what? I don't want to be seen around you. I don't want to admit to anybody that I'm doing things with you. But when it all comes down to it, maybe I'll give you a smooch. But go Jimmy Jr. is even worse, though. Yeah, yeah he is. He, he really is. is. Cordelia eventually admits it. Yes. And puts photos of her and Xander in her locker. So I don't think Jimmy Jr. is going to be putting photos of Tina up in his locker. No. No, ma'am. He's definitely just got room for Zeke photos in there. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like Zeke. And when he's watching finally alone, he's like, I can't believe you got me. You made me care about this. (laughs) He's great as always. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like... With these game shows or anything, there's an easy way. If there's if there's something that's kind of boring or dumb, whatever, you can spice mm. it up by throwing something worthwhile into the mix. Make it entertaining somehow. Start gambling on it. Mm. <laughs> like, Start betting on it. Like we do with RuPaul's Drag Race. Exactly. It's not boring, but it's made more fun by being... Right. Involved in a fantasy league, right? And that's why <laughs> drinking games are fun. Like, you take a dumb movie and you add some alcohol to it and make it more interesting. So... We definitely don't condone... Ha- no, we definitely do. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think that Linda is going to get Bob into watching Pam's Court and they're going to, like, bet on whoever wins? Oh, that would be great. Just... I feel like Bob and Linda, you know, having a couple drinks after the kids have gone to bed watching Pam's Court... And like, all right, who's going to win? The defendant? The the prosecution? Obviously, Pam's Court 2 is the total ripoff of Judge Judy. Or all the other daytime judge shows. But it feels very Judge Judy in particular. Um, Judge Joe Brown. (laughs) Honestly, I know like nothing about Judge Judy. um, But what I have learned from RuPaul's Drag Race, which is that she is very sassy. And you never watched Judge Judy? 
No, I never watched it. I honestly, I went to go look at clips of the show once I had watched this episode because mm-hmm. I was like, I've never watched Judge Judy. All I know is she's sassy. And it was hilarious watching episodes of it. It yeah. was actually quite funny. It's, it's good TV. It's good <laughs> schlocky TV. Like there's the and Judge Judy is one of the I think she's the highest paid actor on TV. Like what? She has probably I can't I don't know numbers, so I can't tell you. But there's hundreds and hundreds of these episodes. We're talking yeah. like possibly thousands. Um I think she does Close to 500 a year? Oh my god. Because they're on every single day. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what the numbers are. I really want to look them up now. But yeah, she's been doing it for, what, like 20, 20 years? Oh, something like that. It's been a really long five time. Five episodes a week and five times 52. That's what, 2,500 episodes a year? What struck me when I looked up Judge Judy was that Bianca Del Rio on RuPaul's Drag Race made this joke about don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. And that's, that's a actually, legit line. That's a book. That's the name of a book she wrote. I thought that was just a joke. <laughs> so overall, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Um, good episode. A lot of nostalgia from uh, the 90s TV and early 2000s daytime television for the judge shows Mm -hmm. and, you know, all these reality, quote unquote, reality (laughs) shows and these game shows. um, Pretty accurate portrayals. Like they don't even really need to ham it up all that much because a lot of these are pretty accurate. (laughs) They really are. Truly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I... I like this episode, but it's not one that I want to rewatch very often because I do get frustrated at just how many failures there are. And just seeing the Belchers excel at something and then still not win frustrates me. Whereas when they're not excelling or Bob is being deliberately difficult, then it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, well, I understand why you're not, you know, having more customers. Or this, this failure kind of is stuff, earned. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And this one didn't feel earned, so it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end with his family being like, oh, you can't you can't make fun of Jimmy. Like, he makes fun of me all the time. Shut up. Yeah, but when he does it, it's <laughs> funny. And yeah. Yeah. I think one of the rules of Bob's Burgers is the family has to end up the same place that they started. Yeah. There well, can they be... can't get significantly richer. But they could have had a minivan. That's not going to make them, like, rich. Yeah. Anyway whatever whatever let's get to our burgers let's let's get to the star of the show a couple of burgerinos let's go let's <laughs> okay so how many did you come up with this week i have three okay i have two okay so then you will begin okay <laughs> so oh i'm excited <laughs> the first one i have is the minivan and burgers they're mini sliders, but they're venison meat. So minivan, mini oh venison. This is so bad. That's so good. What are you talking about? How is that bad? That is so good. <laughs> oh, I think it's clever. It's... Because they're mini burgers. I'm not sure whether you okay, get okay. it. Maybe, no, I, maybe no, I get it. Maybe you're not I getting it. I get it. It's just, is there going to be like ample trunk space? You know, are there like automatic sliding doors? They're <laughs> mini burgers. <laughs> They're sliders. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. apparently you've got a better one. So I do. Let's hear it. <laughs> My first one was. 
Oh no, it's bad. <laughs> okay, I want that chicken from the record. <laughs> like, I want that stricken from the record. Oh, I got it. Okay, good. I got it. It would be a grilled chicken burger. <laughs> that's, that's it. Oh my god. Uh, I think it's really good. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I want that chicken from the record. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> All right. My next one is cherry duty. You know, like cherry duty. Oh no. It's made with cherry tomatoes. So it's just little sliced up cherry tomatoes. Oh, cute. Yeah, a little cherry duty. <laughs> it just I picture it being written like cherry, like the cherries. Yeah. And then duty like poop. Oh. Yeah. So maybe it should be uh, judge and cherry. Oh, maybe. Okay. Okay. Your next one. Okay. My second one. My last one is I rest my queso. Okay. (laughs) Queso cheese, jalapenos, and bacon on a beef burger. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I rest my queso. Yeah. That one's pretty good, right? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Like, that one's not as embarrassing as the last one, which is still really good. <laughs> so you stuck with the courtroom. I did. I had a very hard time thinking of anything that wasn't courtroom mm-hmm, related. Mm-hmm. And actually, these ones took me a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. It no, over. I, I believe it. <laughs> All right. Well, my last one is... Is really good. Is it chicken it's, from the record good? <laughs> it's so much better. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to say it without laughing. Okay. Okay. It's B-E-T foam home. B-E-T foam home. It's a... What? B-E-T foam home. What's the B? Beat. B-E-T. Oh, my... B-E-T. Oh, my God. Oh, foam, B. B-E-T, oh, foam home. So <laughs> that would just be such a mouthful. To I say. know. Like, they'd just be like, uh, I'll take the burger of the day. I don't know what that spells. <laughs> so it's got sliced beets. Okay. Fried with a lemon foam on it, which apparently will be amazing. Like... That's so pretentious. I know, right? Foam food? Uh-huh. Very pretentious. Oh, yeah. My mom had oh, yeah. an ice cream once that tasted like Caesar salad at a very schwanky restaurant. We're talking super schwanky. We're talking like hundreds of dollars for one single meal. Eh, I don't know if Luke's was that expensive. But yeah, it was very It expensive. wasn't cheap. Yeah. Okay. The <laughs> BET phone home. Foam home. Foam home. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a mouthful right there. You gotta right get there. the foam in there. That's a lot. Yeah. It's grossing me out because I'm thinking of the foam. The <laughs> fracas foam, specifically the orange cheese. Mm. Oh, I'm grossed out. Okay. All right. <sighs> Rock, paper, scissors? Sure. One, two, three. Wait, I forgot that we did it on three. Okay, let's do it again. One, two, three. Ooh, couples rock. Yep, okay. You pick the burger. So I pick the burger. Wait a minute. Isn't it one of my burgers? And then you You pick? can pick the winning burger. I pick the winning burger? Yes. Ooh. I'm going to put, I rest my queso. Because that one is actually pretty good. And if anyone wanted to make that burger 
That would also be a good burger. Yes. Queso cheese, jalapenos, bacon. Hell yeah. That brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. Thank you so much for listening. The best way to spread the word or show your support is by leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. You can find us isolated on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. Or you can send us an email, info at multiverseradio.ca. Next time, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 20, The Kids Run the Restaurant. Woo-woo! And... I'm sure it's going to go very well. Yes, I'm sure it'll go just fine. Swimmingly. Yes. So, everybody out there, stay safe, stay isolated. Do your part. Okay, bye. Bye!